glad to see all of you this morning. My name's Aaliyah. I am the worship arts intern here. Um, I just want to invite you all to stand up and greet your neighbors. Maybe talk about any fun things you've done this weekend. Just share. Well, like Aaliyah said, we just want to say good morning to you uh, and invite you this morning to worship alongside us. When we gather as a church, we remember God's story and how he's been on the move, and his story includes each and every one of us this morning. So you're invited to join us, be a part of God's kingdom today, to lift up praises to our King, Jesus Christ, who is Lord and Savior. So as we lift this up, we look forward to the day when everything will be made right in the, in the Hebrew uh, world, this was referred to as shalom. It was this kind of all things falling into their correct place, all things being made whole and being made right again. That's the hope we have. We look forward to a day when all things will be made right. I don't know if you've ever like looked around and thought, man, this world feels like just a little crazy and a little scary and a little weird and a little unusual, and I, I feel a little lost here. Well, welcome. This is a great place to be because there's a story about it, a Jesus figure, a Savior who came to rescue and redeem and restore us to right relationship with him. So as we lift this up this morning, we just look to his story and how we have this hope in him that he's coming again to make all things right. Let's sing this together.
children's ministry now. I'm meeting with Becky over at the blue doors over here.
Good morning. Are you guys ready for prayer? Father God, thank you this morning that we could sing of how good you are and that you never let us down. May we bless your name this morning as we come before you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, morning, everybody. It's uh, been a few weeks. A few weeks ago, we had no power, and I met some of you in the parking lot and waved and said hello, and then all of a sudden, I was gone for two weeks, so I don't know how that works, but I feel like I've got a long vacation. Um, but uh, no, it's certainly good to, be, good to be back with you all this morning. In just a moment, um, I'm excited to share something that is just awesome, uh, an opportunity we have had in the making for a lot of years, um, and, and a, just a definite privilege this morning. So you're here, and you got something special in store. Uh, but before we dive in, uh, I just want to make an announcement that next week is we're coming back to our third Sunday potluck. Over the summer, we've been providing um, kind of the meat, the main dish. Um, first, it was in honor of our worship teams and everybody um, that has been just pulling around, whether it's tech and AV, whether it's um, Matt being the interim or just our team volunteering every week, said thank you. One of the ways that we could say thank you. Last time we said children's ministry, youth ministry, folks who are serving this, this coming Sunday, it'll be those who are working in hospitality. You may never even really see them. There are folks who go to Bowerman's and get donuts every Sunday morning. Um, there are folks who are baking for us that you, you may never know, but man, make some good delectable treats. Um, and to those who are welcoming and greeting in the morning, um, we just want to say thank you again to those folks, um, and I'll say thank you again next week. Uh, but before we go any further, let me pray for us one more time, and then we'll, we'll dive into uh, a great morning here. Lord, thank you. Um, as I say, we'll dive into a great morning. We've already been, Lord, uh, the fact that we get to breathe this morning, we get to awaken into life, God is a gift. And knowing that if we hadn't awakened into this life, we would, in, we would awaken into your presence and your eternal life is also a gift. To know that we are always in your hands. You are never far from us. Lord, what an amazing gift. This morning we get to hear of that goodness. We get to sing of that goodness. We get to hear a testimony of your goodness. We get to hear your scriptures remind us of that goodness. And, and Lord, um, we need your Holy Spirit ultimately, though, to, to show us that. God, we need you to, to help us see the areas you've been at work. We need you to help us see that goodness, that grace, that, that unmerited love and favor you've given to us that we could never earn. Lord, a lot of times, as, as Drew mentioned earlier, God, it, the world can cloud that goodness. Satan can certainly um, destroy it or make it look like it's destroyed. But God, we know that you remain and you are victorious over his work. You're victorious over the pains, the sufferings. You're the one who will redeem that which that seems broken. You won't let Satan win. God, reassure us of that message this morning. 
as we focus on what you've done. Because as we've sung, Lord, what you've done is, is in Jesus, in his face, and in his life, and we have life. So God, thank you for that. God, I pray for just families in our community that are, are struggling right now with, with sickness. Lord, families that are dealing and facing cancer. Families that have walked through the journey of, of death. For families that have dealt with diagnoses and, and wondering what those diagnoses are going to be. Families that have struggled with their, their jobs. And Lord, for many of us as we've dealt with something called inflation, God, it, it, we, we all need relief. We all need your spirit to breathe your life in us. So I pray this morning, Lord, as we take a break from the world, as we Sabbath, as we rest in this moment, that your spirit will breathe your life back into us, that you'll revive our spirits, that you'll give us strength and energy to live Lord, that you'll, you'll bring healing, that you'll bring life, that you'll bring, again, a sense of your presence. God, we pray these things in your name. And now, Lord, as we get to hear from Nicole and, and Poniel, Lord, uh, praise you for their testimony. Praise you for the work of Mika's lunch. Lord, we pray that, God, you would help us hear your story in their conversation this morning. And God, that you would encourage our hearts and our minds. Thank you for being good. Thank you for being at work. Lord, we love you. We praise you in the name of Jesus and all God's children said, amen. Well, I already said it in prayer. <laughs> we have the gift this morning of being able to have Otoniel, right? Did, am I... I'm, I'm working, or OG, as, as he's been called, uh, but in Nicole, uh, who's leading Mika's lunch. So if you guys want to come up, um, but I believe, Nicole, as you guys are walking up, um, this is the first time uh, anyone who's actually not like us going to the DR, but anybody from the DR has had a chance to come in person and share testimony and life um, so you want to talk about a unique and awesome experience, um, just getting to experience your joy this morning um, has been a blessing to me already. I'm sure serving at a camp all this summer, I don't want to give it all away, but serving at a camp this summer, you blessed a bunch of campers, um, I can send some joy in your life, but thanks for taking the time to just share, and Nicole, for, uh, for your leadership in Mika's Lunch, and also taking the time to talk with us as well. So I'm going to hand that off. Let's make sure you're on. <laughs> yep, you're good. All right, good morning. So like Pastor Aaron said, my name's Nicole Strabbing, and I'm the director of Mika's Lunch. Um, I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, have heard of Mika's Lunch. Um, for those who haven't, there's a little slide behind. Um, that cute little kiddo is eating one of our hot lunch meals that Mika's Lunch provides. So it's a hot lunch feeding program in the Dominican Republic, in these villages and batets. Um, we partner with the Christian schools there, and we provide a program, kind of like what our kiddos have, but not ABC and gluten-free choice like our kiddos have. But it's a hot lunch, and um, it's a meal that maybe these kids really needed. It's a meal that helps the parents to maybe not have to 
fix a meal or not have to prepare or, or buy as much for dinner because they have a meal um, during the school day. So we've been blessed to grow and to be able to partner with churches like Hardawake and other local churches here. Um, so I just want to thank you for allowing us to come up and talk about and share a testimony. Um, like Pastor Aaron said, this is Antoniel, <laughs> and I'll always think of him as kind of one of our little kiddos, even though he's of legal age to drink now. Um, <laughs> But we met Antoniel when he was just little and given piggyback rides and, you know, so it's surreal. Like, I can't even put into words what it's like to see him on American soil. Um, so I'm super excited, and I won't cry, I promise. Um, so I thought maybe we would just do a little bit kind of question and answer kind of prepared questions, and I'm, I'm really hoping that you can um, prepare your heart and your ears um, to what Antonio has to say. He's one of the hardest working, most genuine kiddos that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. So do you have anything else that you would like to add to that? Oh, yeah, so before we move on, so I just uh, wanna thanks. First, I wanna thank God for giving me the opportunity to be here. Honestly, I'm not surprised to be here because it was a dream. And when you believe in your dreams, so, and you get it, and you see your dreams come true, you don't get surprised. You just, you are just thankful. And I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful with God. And especially, thanks you uh, for Nichols for supporting me through all the years. Uh, Nichols and his family. Also, um, Broomer, Broomer families, Sarah and Chris, uh, John Favors. And thank you so much to Pastor Aaron to welcome me here today. So, again. And for every one of you also, thank you that has been working behind the S. And um, also thank you from the bottom of my heart. So, All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what Mika's Lunch means to you. All right. So another thing that I want to say, so I know my English is not the best if I say something that doesn't make sense, so <laughs> I can explain another way, uh, but I would do my best. I would do my best. Um, so I was born in Dominican. I was born and raised in Dominican Republic. I was born in, in La Romana, which is uh, outside another province of Santo Domingo, but when I was like a little kid, maybe a month, my parents moved to Santo Domingo. Uh, close to El Fao, a place called Guerra. So I was born in a Christian family. And so through the times of my, my dad, uh, just, uh, sadly, separated from my mom. And when that happened, my mom desired to move uh, to a place that, because we were living in a place and we like, couldn't afford life there because it was like a little more expensive in Guerra. So she decided to move to El Fao, which was like more affordable. And that was after the Fao the fa was born into fire. That was uh, like in 2007. Fao was born into fire. I don't know if you have heard that. In 2006. That was in 2007. I was like seven, like seven years old when that happened. Yeah, we moved to Fao. And there's like everything uh, was there when everything started. And my life uh, got related with Mika Lunch. So when we were living there, 
So it's still, my mom was trying to do it all the best to provide and everything, but we didn't have a, any house. And so she was doing the best to provide. And so I remember she was praying like for God to, to help us through that situation. So she was praying for a house. And then that day, so she was praying for the house. And the same day she stand up from her knees, somebody knocked the door and, and tell her, just like, just like that, like just from her, like, hey, somebody's coming to, uh, to start building your house. And that was like the first part when the first project started, like with housing in DR. And there we get like our first house. Um, so through the time, then Mika launched, uh, then it started a project. Uh, I remember when I was like at school, I was one of the key also that sometimes we couldn't focus like on a school, on things, because the situation's there. But when Michelangelo came, um, it was probably like sent by God to the, to the right place um, to, bless, to bless our life. And I think that Michelangelo has go like beyond like what you really have to do because I have found like a family. The father I was missing, I found like through you guys, uh, especially Chris, uh, Sarah, always has been there, you know, supporting like an extra. And yeah, I could keep going, so I don't know if that. <laughs> to connect some of those dots with the housing, um, so I, you know, I work for Mika's Lunch, but we send mission groups from our churches down to the Dominican Republic alongside with Mika's Lunch, co-mingled with Mika's Lunch, outside of Mika's Lunch. It's all one big fun circle. It all impacts everything. So one of the first, I think, mission trips down to the DR was through Hard Awake mission trip, and it was to build these duplexes. Um, and Antonio's family was one of the first ones to get one of those duplexes. So again, one fun intermingled circle of that impact to then him attending these schools to then him putting the effortless work and everything into getting a work visa and getting over here to work at a Christian camp in Pennsylvania to then be able to come and spend 30 days here in Michigan with us. Like, that stuff doesn't happen just because. It just gives me the goosebumps. So <laughs> just to kind of connect some of those dots that, um, with the housing part. So that's yeah. awesome. So what, if you could pick a couple things what sort of impact do you see in your community, in FAO in general? That's where we've launched most of our stuff, and that's where a lot of the build trips go down. But what is the impact of Mika's lunch in the community that you see? All right, so the impact of Mika lunch in the community um, has been, like, noticed because, like, any times, even you go there or you support... Uh, the community, so you can notice the difference. Uh, like the the kids, they are focused more on the school, uh, on learning. So they attend, they attend the school like more often. Uh, like there is no like that worry anymore to just to attend the school because the meal, uh, because Mika Lunch is right there to to help um, provide and support uh, those kids in the community and. What changes have you seen in the school since the start of Mika's lunch? 
at the school. So basically talking with the physicals and everything. Yeah, like if we think of Jericho in FAO, what, what things have you seen that have changed at that school? Oh, yeah, so I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous right now because when I visit the school, I say, oh, I, I got to, like, study. That's supposed to happen, like, in my time, back in my time. Because when I was studying there, like, uh, uh, Jericho, it was not, like, that beautiful. And so it was not like it is today. It, ha it has, like, a big difference. So um, starting from the structure and also from, like, I would say the service at the school and how everything's work, like, Kids just are more focused, like, on learning the environment and the support, like, through Mickey Lunch. Like, you can just uh, really feel the difference. Uh, because back in my day, we basically had, like, the government used to provide, like, a, a little, like, a little milk with a piece of bread, and that's it. But nowadays, so... That's cool, uh, Jericho. So kids are able to have uh, like three, like three, two snack plus the meal, and and I think that's a huge difference. Also, including the structure, because we have now like a basketball court that was not there. We used to play like just like in the ground. We didn't have that. Like, yeah. yeah, and so I, I, I go sometimes when I'm there, so I go sometimes playing the new basketball court, so, which is really cool, yeah. So I think that was maybe three or four years ago, one of the Hard Awake Mission trips went down and we put in um, like a physical education extension on the, on the building grounds. So um, there's a really nice basketball court and it can double as extra space for like assemblies for school or different things like that. There's some bleachers there. And I know the whole community loves that, loves that space. So. so what do you think the importance of continuing those missions are? So if we, if we think about not only Mika's lunch, but if we think about the church and the mission trips that the churches rally around and do, what, what do you think the impact of that is on the communities and those kids? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. And it deserves a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, they, um, it is very important to continue uh, the job, you know. Uh, one, because this is what God has commanded us to go around the world and, you know, do disciple, do the good things, but also specific, like, uh, submissions as church and smika lunch. I think it's important because, like, if you look at me, like, I'm one of the testimony, like, so many people, like, when I say where I come from, like, the place, they sometimes, oh, really, You're, are you from Fowl? Because the type of environments, like, it's not, like, the best place, you know. But we, we have been called, and I think Smika Lounge is like a light in the darkness. And so the, the job and the work that, that Mika Lounge do, and each one of you also supporting Mika Lounge. When I say Mika Lounge, I also mean, like, you and the church. I also including you, you all. 
um, is very important because it got to change some lives. And again, I'm putting myself as a testimony. One of the reasons I desired to learn English, it was not because, it was because you. I say, so when they come here, I want to be able to communicate with them. I want to be able to talk, and that's just inspiring me to, to learn. And also, like, to keep me away from so many things, you know, that the world offers, the environment. But when you have this group of people coming from far away, just love you, you know, just love those key. Um, I know that these jobs, like, will last in their heart and also it's like, it's a, a support for them uh, in so many ways. And I think, yeah, that is really important because, um, yeah, like, just be a light in the world. And I know the, the work that we do we, is going to pay off. So the work that Mikel Lunch is doing is, is going to pay off. There's so many kids out there that I know there's want, like, better life. They, you know, just want to be, like, different. They want to break the cycle. Uh, just poverty. Uh, and also get to know Christ, which is the most important, so. Absolutely. And I, I love that our church continues to invest in that same mission. And so, you know, it's amazing when you find a church to walk not only alongside Mika's Lunch, but also with their specific mission budgets and work and things that individual churches choose to do. It's not just a, hey, we built this, maybe we'll never see you again. It's, hey, we built this, what's next? How can we walk alongside you in the community? And that's kind of Mika's Lunch focus as well. We don't just build and then leave, and Heart Awake does an amazing job of continuing to go back and see how they can bless the community because you build these relationships with these kids, and then you get to go back and see them again, and then eventually and hopefully you get to have them come visit you. So the last thing is just not, not about Mika's lunch, not about mission trips, but just about you. So what do you want to do? Like, What is your personal goal? What is something that Antonio wants to do? Uh, yeah, good question. So, um, right now, so I'm I'm in college, like student business management, but I like business. So, my main goal is to to run my own business, like be an entrepreneur. Also, just I'm sorry, but I cannot like put myself. Apart from make, uh, from make a launch this community, <laughs> it got to be in my life. Yeah, part of my goal also is just to support uh, and just be part, continue being part of make a launch and uh, just um, yeah, see make a launch grow uh, and help in in any way I can. So you know, I would like to see this is also part of my goal, just to see make a launch growing and. Yeah, I'm sure it's like standing to other community and yeah, like that's good. <laughs> You're good. So that's all the questions I have. I you know, if anybody else has a question, you're more than welcome to stand up and ask. Otherwise we'll be kinda out there to 
say hi afterwards. But um, again, I just, we, we are so proud of Antoniel. The hard work and all of the appointments and everything that it actually takes to get a legit work visa to come from the DR is not for the faint of heart. Um, there's a lot of corrupt government in the DR. There's a lot of failed attempts that didn't happen. And this finally happened for a reason at this time right now. So we're so excited um, to have him. And if you just loved this Q&A so much, you could come to Drenth CRC at the end of the month. Um, Drenth is another partnering church of Mika's Lunch, and so we'll be at Drenth Community Reformed Church on the 28th for the 9.30 service as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you all to stand up with us, and uh, we're going to say a word of, word of prayer. And uh, again, thanks for taking the time, man. Um, it's a blessing to meet you. Nicole, thanks for your leadership. Let's, uh, let's pray. God, thank you so much uh, for your goodness. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to hear again of that goodness that's available to all of us. But thank you for just the unique moment that this is. Thank you for being at work um, in the FAO and in, in the DR and in um, Antonio's life and, and the gift that we have to, to meet him in person as a brother in Christ. God, we are all of this same family joined by you. So, Lord, thank you. Um, God, we pray your blessing upon him as he uh, hangs out here for another month. Thank you for the work that he's done this summer um, with students and young people. Thank you for the opportunity he had to, to be a counselor, to work at a camp. Um, Lord, to get that experience, uh, taste a little bit of what life is like for us here. Lord, but uh, we pray you bless his work in school. We pray as he... Uh, wants to, Lord, be an entrepreneur, run a business. Lord, as you have worked, we pray you continue to work. Um, your blessings out for him. That you continue to lead him, guide him, make that path straight. Lord, as he trusts you, as he leans on you. Um, but again, thank you for his story. Lord, for Nicole, um, Lord, all the sweat and tears and the, and the commitment. Um, Lord, to Mika's lunch for, Lord, all of those who have served on work projects, those who have given um, financial gifts for those who have prayed. Uh, Lord, um, God, what a, what a blessing it is to see so many people get involved throughout the years. Um, Lord, that you would use us um, to make a difference in somebody else's life. Sometimes, Lord, people will never meet. Um, but God, you're at work because this is your kingdom. This is your world. And so, Lord, um, we pray that you continue to bless the work of Mika's Lunch. Thank you for the partnership that we have with them, that Drenth has, that the Foundry has, that other churches have been able to be a part of, other individuals have been able to be a part of. Lord, we want to celebrate that work as a, as a larger church, as a larger body of Christ. And we pray that it continues. But God, um, continue to just lift up my brothers and sisters, bless them, keep them. Lord, and may your face shine upon them in amazing ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks. Thanks. You may be seated. What a great, I mean, again, just opportunity as I was preparing to kind of hear this. I didn't know how much time we were going to be able to speak if 
Um, the OG was going to be here and make flights or not, um, but you made flights. Um, Rich, for some reason, we're not clicking here, so I'm going to need you to click forward for me. Thank you. Um, but uh, as I was thinking about this, I was, uh, my, my attention, our whole summer has been talking about wisdom. And uh, the wisdom, uh, like, okay, how do you connect these things together? What, what wisdom is there? Well, I mean, what we're going to see today just very briefly in Psalm 145 is this, is God is always at work, not only has been at work in Antonio's life, um, in Mika's lunch's life, and Hardaway, but every one of our lives. And God has been showing his goodness. We all have a testimony. And I don't know about you, every time we have a chance to hear what God's doing in somebody's life, it's a privilege, isn't it? Like, it makes real, it, makes, it puts skin on the real working of the Holy Spirit, the real working of God. And that's the gift that we have to be able to give back to our world. When we see God's work in our lives, and we're able to, I mean, that's the best testimony. Yeah, we can talk about the scriptures to somebody. We could do the head game, right? Let me tell you what the scripture is all about. But it's when we actually put the skin on it, right? When we actually put real stories, there's something that becomes more real about God, isn't there? Right? We see his goodness. We see his life. So that brought me to Psalm 145. And so uh, I want, want to just read these first 12 verses, share a couple quick thoughts. But uh, let's hear God's word this morning. Psalm 145, verse 1. I'll exalt you, my God, the King. I'll praise your name forever and ever. Every day I'll praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak the glorious splendor of your majesty I will meditate on your wonderful works. They'll tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness, your rightness, your goodness. Right? The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He's slow to anger. He's rich in love. The Lord is good to all. Let me say that one more time. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. There's not one of us in this room, not one of us in this world that hasn't been created by God, hasn't been given the gift of his image, the imago Dei, his characters and his qualities. Yes, sin distorts it, but there's not a person who God hasn't created, and so there's not a person that God doesn't love. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people, they extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom. They speak of your might so that all people may know your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. This is God's word for us this morning. Thanks be to God. First thing that I I just, as we think about testimony this morning, the first thing I want to draw our attention to is this. It's central to our stories is the story of God's goodness to us. So central to our stories is the story of God's goodness to us, right? We hear this again, I'll I'll exalt you, I'll praise your name, I'll extol your name forever. 
In verse 7, it says, they'll celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your rightness. That's your right deeds. Right? At the heart of all of our stories isn't just my story, me, myself, and I. It's the story of a creator who created this world good. It's the story of a creator who when, the, when sin came in, when Satan sought to destroy it, he sought to redeem it. Because our God is good. And he's core to who we are. But if we don't believe that, our stories are going to get messed up, aren't they? Right? If I believe something different about God, if I believe something different, just that the world revolves around me, my story will be something fundamentally different. But for the writer of the psalm in 145, it says this, he pinpoints the wisdom, this wisdom we've been talking about all summer long, that God is central to the story and God is good. We sing of his goodness all day long. The second thing that I want to highlight for us is this, that God has been at work in all of our lives, in all of our stories, right? He's been faithful to everyone. That means you're not out of the story, right? God hasn't chosen just to work in some and not in you. Right? You may not even believe that God is real, but here's the reality and truth still because God is God and you're not. God has been at work and continues to be at work in your life. By the way, the reason you breathe and have life today, the reason why you're able to have the faculties you have is because in him, for him, and by him all things were created. And by the way, he sustains all things. So you're living, walking, and breathing right now because of God's goodness to you. Right? So not only is God center to our stories, but God is at work in every story. That means everyone you encounter, God is working in their lives. You may think they're the most weird, weird person in the world, right? The most strange, right? You might think that about me. Okay. God's at work in my life. Sorry. <laughs> Right? A person may actually be your enemy. They may, they may be someone who has actually caused you harm. It doesn't mean, however, that God is not still trying to work in their lives. See, sometimes we may not be able to put our finger on how God is working, but that doesn't devoid the fact that God is always at work trying to redeem and restore life, working in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Third thing that I want to bring to our attention this morning is that the more we see how God has worked, the more we will see how God is working. Right? The psalmist says, I meditate on your works. Not only do I praise you, yeah, this is a psalm of praise. It's a prayer that celebrates who God is, but they can celebrate who God is because they remember who God has been. Right, we got to hear, Antonio, we got to remember what God has done. You, you've been able to believe and you hold true to what, what God's going to do because you've seen how he's been, right? Amen, brother? And so the more we see how God has worked, the more that we pay attention to the story God has gifted each of us. We don't have his story, but we have ours. Each of you has a unique story where God has been at work. And the more that you look where God has at work, been at work, and the more you know it and see it, the more you're able to see him working today. 
right? We had the chance, the reason why I was gone was we had the chance to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, and it was 51. Thank you, COVID, right? That's just kind of the weird part of life. But 51 years together. I'd be a fool if I didn't see God's goodness in that. Are my parents perfect? No. I can tell you all kinds of stories, but they're watching. (laughs) Still their child. (laughs) No, but they are a testimony to God's goodness. To be together for 51 years. And then to have the goodness of being able to celebrate with my family. I mean, who's going to complain about being in the Caribbean, right? I mean, whether it's DR or Turks and Caicos. I was in Turks and Caicos, okay? All-inclusive resort. Not going to complain. But I got to be with my family. First time I got to see my brother in person in four years. Last time I saw my nephew, he was six months old and he's just over five. God is good. Are there plenty of things that want to strip the goodness away? Yes. But if I, want God's, if I want to be able to praise, if I want to be able to find joy, I have to keep looking to where God has been working and believe that he's going to continue. And I have to keep believing that he cares about my life and he cares about yours. So the more we look and we see, the more we remember, folks, the more our eyes will be attuned to see how God is working today. And we won't pass up the gifts only to say, what? No, we'll, 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 we'll take joy in them. And the last thing, just as we read Psalm 145, the better we're able to connect our stories to God, the better we can help others connect their stories with his. Right? In, in, the, in the scriptures this morning, we hear, One generation, verse 4, commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. Antonio just told it, right? The Great Commission reminded us that we we tell the story. We pass it along. Not only so that, you'll, yeah, we're going to experience things, but we hear the stories of others. The scriptures is a story of, of people, countless different people and their interactions with God. Why? So we can believe later on in the psalm that we didn't read. We can believe in his faith, faithfulness. We can believe that his promises are trustworthy, right? Because we hear the stories that it wasn't just in my life. It was in the stories of person after person after person. But we tell of what God has done. In verse 12, it says this, so that all people may know your mighty acts. Right? And the better we know God's story in our own lives, the better we can help others connect their stories to his. Right? It's, sometimes it's not about how much do I know about the Bible. Right? Uh, can I answer everybody's question? I can't. Right? But I can tell the story of what I've experienced and what what I've seen in God. And you can't argue with that. I can look into somebody else's life and as I listen to them, I can go, oh wait, sounds like God was there taking care of me. I mean, to to hear the knock on the door as mom was praying. And here's our house, right? You, You can't make that stuff up. It defies sometimes even logic. 
Why? Because we've, we've heard throughout this whole summer the wisdom of God. While it doesn't always make sense to the world, it is actually the wisdom that lives in the world because he's there breathing life. But our call is to share our stories, to connect our lives, not only to God, but to help them connect theirs. Because there's power in that. There's one more testimony I want to uh, just offer up to you today. We've got a one-minute video of Summer Service Week. Something else that Hardaway has been able to be involved in this week. I see Greta here. Greta was a, a leader. We a participant, right? <laughs> right, but an opportunity that we have every year. Summer Service Week was something I was able to be a part of way back at the beginning. And man, I, I, I'll tell you this. There was one year where I was sick. Sam was just born and I was sick for 12 weeks straight. I was, I won't get too descriptive because it wasn't fun. We'll just put it this way. Me and the porcelain were close every day, okay? But it was at summer service week where through prayer, everybody knew I was sick and I had to lead music. Jolene's preaching and I love, this is one of the reasons why I love Jolene. She's a prayer warrior, and her and Mary and others just surrounded me and said, prayed that what doctors couldn't get figured out, three sets of medications couldn't get figured out, believe that God could heal. God could restore me to strength. And guess what? He did. So is it hard for me to believe that during summer service week that God doesn't move? Well, if you were here last week, Mary shared a story about, what, 65 pizzas getting done in like 20 minutes or less? I don't, I don't know how, you know, if, if Little Caesars is just that good <laughs> or if there's a little bit of miracle involved, right? God's working. So uh, take joy as we watch this little minute um, wrap-up of Summer Service Week. things that I love about that is just joy. Amen? Right? You see students, leaders having a good time. And that is a gift of God for us. So let's, let's pray together. God, thank you um, for the joy of your goodness in all of our lives. We praise you. As the psalmist writes, we praise you, we extol you, we exalt you forever and ever. Because you are God. You're central to our story. Our stories are wrapped up in yours. And because you're good, you pour out your goodness in us. We may not always see it, God. But I'm going to ask this morning that you help us to. Help us to each be able to formulate that testimony of how you've been at work, how you've been faithful in our lives. 
Lord, how your goodness has been poured out to us. Lord, because your goodness to us is abundant. And thank you, God, that there's not one person in this world that you're not at work in their life. You are working in everyone's life. While sometimes clouded, while sometimes veiled and covered, we may not always see your work, and you're working really hard, but it seems like something else is winning. Or the truth still remains, you are at work. You're trying to restore that which has been lost. You're trying to, to bring life and joy, peace. God, we pray that that be true. And Lord, as we learn about more about how you've worked in our lives, uh, help us to see how you're working today and how you're going to work tomorrow. And as we see that work, Lord, may we, we share the good, good story, your good story of our lives with others around us. Lord, it doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be this uh, put-together uh, speech for someone. It can be over cups of coffee, Lord, over meals. It can be hanging around a campfire. It can be floating down a river. It can be, Lord, just laughing or even crying together. But Lord, we can share how you've been at work and we can help others see you working. But Lord, we, we can only do that if you help us again. So Lord, we keep relying on you. We keep leaning on you. And again, we say thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you, Lord, that we can believe as we're about ready to sing that you do it again. That sometimes the path is hard. Sometimes it seems like things get lost. Sometimes it's missing. But Lord, when we pray that you'll do it again, you'll, you'll show your faith, faithfulness. Your promise still stands, Lord. Uh, God, we pray that we see it that you would breathe that life again in us. So Lord, we pray these things and many more prayers in the name of Jesus and all God's children said, amen. amen. We invite you to stand with us as we sing this song of response. It's a reminder that God has done a lot of good works and yet there are more things coming up ahead. So as we sing this, we just look forward to him doing it again, God working again, working at Mika's lunch even more working in all of our missions, working at Summer Serve Week, and working in our own lives. So let's sing this out together. Still stands, greatest. 
is we are in God's hands. He hasn't failed us. He's always been with us. He's always been holding us even when we couldn't hold ourselves. Rescued us when we could never have made a way for ourselves. And that's why we look back. We look back to what God has done so we can move forward believing he'll be there. I don't know about you, I need that truth. That's what I keep standing on. God has been, so he will be. And I can keep going because he's with me. Receive this blessing of our God today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on you, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his smile, his countenance upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and all God's children said, amen. amen. Feel free to stick around and chat some more. I know Nicole and Auntie L is going to be out there, but... If you don't mind stacking a few chairs, we appreciate it. <laughs>